Registration opened this week for UNT's 2021 Equity and Diversity Conference, which will take place virtually on February 23rd. Those interested in attending can register at edc.unt.edu, where they also can learn more about all that will be offered, including increased capacity, sponsorship opportunities, and keynote addresses and workshops, all under the umbrella of this year's theme, Facing the Future Together, Allies, Accomplices, and Action. We really decided to go with Allies, Accomplices, and Action because Allyship and accompliceship is a continuum. That's Shani Barracks-Moore, Director of Diversity and Inclusion in UNT's Division of Institutional Equity and Diversity. And we realized that people may be just getting on that continuum of first realizing that you need to be an ally. And a lot of allyship is learning, um, is learning, is doing self-reflection, is um doing a lot of capacity building on your own so that you are not expecting members of marginalized and minoritized groups to do all your learning for you. What we're hoping is that we will cultivate some allies, educate some allies through these workshops, also um, prime some accomplices to be ready to actually engage in um, change agency and thinking about the ways in which that they can apply what they've learned from the conference and, and maybe even before they got to the conference. But we want the conference to be a spark that um, lights people and catalyzes people into action. Spark is perhaps a perfect word for the conference, which over the years has evolved into one of UNT's most popular events with a reach spanning North America. So this is actually the 21st anniversary of the Equity and Diversity Conference uh, in 2021. And the conference began really as an opportunity to bring together those in education to discuss the application of diversity, equity, and inclusion to K-12 and higher education. We've expanded it in the last few years, largely since the arrival of our Vice President, Joanne Woodard to have broader application um, to educational entities and to corporate government, nonprofit, et cetera. So we've seen a lot more types of attendees in the last couple of years. And another thing that, that we've added that we started doing in 2018 was in addition to having a keynote speaker, like a, a main keynote speaker at lunch, we have started having a social justice speaker um, because uh, typically the keynote speakers address a broader social justice or diversity, equity, and inclusion or access topic, whereas our social justice speakers come often more from an academic context. Um, and so that we have seen has provided a really great balance uh, for our UNT folks as well as our external uh, community members so that they're getting the broad spectrum of both academic and broader, which kind of aligns with our, our, um, our academic and corporate tracks that we have now started. It used to be that by and large, most of the tracks were academic, but we have started a corporate track um, mainly as a response to, to many of our sponsor partners saying, this is a great conference, but we would actually like more workshops that speak directly 
to diversity, equity, and inclusion in a corporate setting. And it's been a win-win for our sponsor partners and also, you know, the myriad of external folks that attend the conference every year and are now engaging with UNT as a um, talent management partner. The conference has grown to include corporate sponsors like Hilti, Peterbilt, and others, as well as career fairs that benefit both corporations and the students who will ultimately work at those businesses. Last year at the 2020 conference, we had a career fair that actually grew out of Peterbilt as our for first corporate collegiate partnership sponsor in 2019, where we did a panel that included the G. Brent Ryan College of Business and the College of Engineering with Peterbilt's, members of Peterbilt's employee resource groups and diversity and inclusion councils to really discuss the importance of identity-based efforts in retention and engagement, both in higher education and in the corporate sector. But when we did it for our 20th conference, uh, that career fair, which was sponsored by Comerica, included representation from a host of different companies from a number of different sectors. So say for example, there may be a student that was involved with an identity-based student club, like you know an LGBTQIA student club or Black Student Union or any of those sorts of things. And they might wanna find a company with um, similar employee resource groups. And so the students actually received like a little guide where they could look at the companies and go, oh, this one does have ERGs. This one does have diversity and inclusion councils. This one may have training beyond the compliance training so that not only are these companies picking our students, but our students are picking these companies. Due to going virtual, there won't be a career fair this year, though corporate partners will have the opportunity to sponsor a session and share information about their organization. The conference will, however, still include the presentation of the Inclusive Excellence Award first bestowed in 2017, that is based on characteristics such as excellence in learning, teaching, student development, institutional functioning, and or engagement in local or global communities. In past years, the award has gone to the College of Education's Teacher Education Program, Housing and Residence Life, UNT's Office of Outreach, and last year, the G. Brent Ryan College of Business. This year, the award will go to UNT Libraries. And inclusive excellence is a concept that was coined by the Association of American Colleges and Universities or AACNU uh, to which UNT belongs as a means of um, sort of addressing the myth that um, diversity, equity, and inclusion and academic excellence can occupy the same space. Whoever our sponsor is for the Inclusive Excellence Award, they underwrite it and give a $5,000 gift to that unit for them to continue their diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. This year's academic tracks will center around topics such as access and equitable practices, ally development and coalition building, bias awareness, inclusive language and microaggressions, organizational development and institutional change, privilege and systemic oppression, self-care and mindfulness, and social justice education, among others. Meanwhile, the corporate tracks will delve into topics such as diversity and inclusion metrics and return on investment, employee resource groups, identity-based and other diversity programming, organizational development and institutional change, promising practices, recruitment and retention, social responsibility, and workplace climate.
The virtual conference, which now has a capacity of 1,000, also will include a networking breakout room so that potential change makers can connect and discuss ideas. They'll also receive plenty of food for thought from the conference's keynote speaker, Jeff Chang. Jeff Chang has written extensively on the intersection of race, art, and civil rights and the socio-political forces that guided the hip hop generation. And so currently he's the vice president of narrative arts and culture at Race Forward, which is a really great resource for providing insight into the ways in which diversity, equity, and inclusion access can be applied across a number of different sectors. Um, and it's um, part of the Center for Racial Justice Innovation, which strives to help people take effective action towards racial equity. And he's the author of Who We Be, A History of the Notion of Racial Progress. And in his most recent book, We Gonna Be All, we Gonna Be All Right, um, taken from Kendrick Lamar, uh, notes on race and resegregation. He questions why we keep talking about diversity, um, even as American society is resegregating. Chang joins a list of impressive past keynote and social justice speakers who have included Melissa Harris-Perry, Howard Ross, John Legend, Dr. D.L. Stewart, and Dr. Ron Sanchez-Munoz. Recordings of previous conferences can be found at the edc.unt.edu website. The first year that I came, we had Daryl Wingsu, um, who is, didn't create the term microaggressions, um, but really popularized it. And I thought that was really great to sort of hear from um, the uh, subject matter expert related to microaggressions because that is at UNT our most requested topic. Uh, and then last year, Bakari Sellers was our keynote speaker and he was really, really great. And he did a really great session with our students and employees that are actively engaged in social justice and change agency. And it really helped them to guide their advocacy, how you really leverage your identity and role as a student um, to facilitate change and to use your voice. And, and we've actually seen our students start doing um, a lot more of that. That's, that's really created a lot of much needed change at UNT. This year's conference, Moore says, has more importance than ever. For one thing, the conference will, for the first time, include a partnership with the Bone Marrow Registry, Be the Match. 10% of their sponsorship funds will go to helping to match members um, within the UNT community um, who may be um, living with blood cancers such as leukemia and sickle cell and, um, and other bone marrow related um, disorders. And we have a great success story where a UNT faculty member named Rhonda Christensen was matched with a UNT student named Elizabeth to receive a bone marrow transplant that saved her life. And so we're hoping to make some of those same connections with our Be The Match partnership, as research indicates that it's much harder for people of color to find matches and UNT's rich diversity could really actually help to save lives. Just as important, Moore says, is that this year's conference not only arrives on the heels of the results of UNT's Campus Inclusion Climate Survey and the development of more campus-based diversity and inclusion councils, but also follows a year of introspection about the role race plays in our everyday interactions, be it personal or professional. The conference, she says, is a safe, supportive place for those issues to be explored. 
2020 has revealed to us a dual pandemic. There's the coronavirus pandemic and there is a racial pandemic. Um, with the experiences of the summer with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all, the list of names that keep going on and on where I think that people finally understand the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion and that doing nothing is tantamount to being part of the problem. You know, that silence implies um, agreement. Uh, and so, and then for UNT, the climate survey, as you mentioned, our campus inclusion climate survey that we did has really indicated that mem many members of the Mean Green family don't have the same experience. You know, for example, we found throughout our campus inclusion climate survey that our, our Black African-American students and employees have a markedly different experience than everyone else um, from an aggregate perspective, which is also aligned with what's happening outside of UNT's walls, right? We talked a lot about like what we were going to use in terms of the logo because um, every year we kind of come up with a different um, look because it's a different theme every year. So it was kind of based on whatever the theme was for that year for the conference. This is James Jackson, the communication strategist for the Division of Institutional Equity and Diversity, who created the conference's logo with a quite literally lofty goal in mind. But this time we kind of talked more about um, how we could have something that would last. Um, and so I don't know if the mountains will for sure last this time around, but um, the branding that we've used for the division as a whole has been with sort of a mountainscape because our our kind of like theme for the division is it's time to move mountains. And so I thought that that we, we all thought that that fit still with the conference theme of facing the future together. And I envisioned sort of like everybody coming together um, to climb those mountains, to move those mountains um, and, and bring change to UNT, to you know, wherever they work, whether that be a corporation or a government entity. And that commitment to moving mountains is an opportunity for UNT to become even more of a leader in the realm of diversity and inclusion, Moore says. There are very few institutions uh, in the Metroplex that really have as developed um, a division as we do, Division of Institutional Equity and Diversity. And, you know, the way that we do learning and development here at UNT is really very unique. Um, so I think it's actually going to help to put UNT on the map as a diverse and inclusive institution, which is perfect timing because we are now a minority serving institution by way of being a Hispanic serving institution. Um, so yeah, lots of things converging um, to uh, make our equity and diversity conference um, a resource for people across, uh, the, across North America. The conference is free to the UNT Denton community, and more notes it's a great way to fulfill diversity and inclusion training requirements. To register or learn more about the 2021 conference, as well as past conferences, visit edc.unt.edu. And you can follow all things Equity and Diversity Conference 2021 using the hashtag EDC21ATUNT. Thank you for listening to UNT Pod. You can find a link to the conference registration and videos of previous conferences in our show notes. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at UNT Social and on Instagram at UNT. We'll see you in January for UNT Pod Season 2.